0: To House Life Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the House Life Podcast where I talk about myself. Yeah, just myself. So um I'm kind of gonna be reverting to like the previous or like the starting few episodes where I talk about topics rather than just random stuff or just driving or whatever. When I started out I did, like, the first section, which is house life. Second section, which is just uh, random topics. And the third, question, the third section, which is just, like, a uh, big question, right? So, I might revert back to it. I haven't prepared, like, a big question yet. But uh, I have some topics that um, that were suggested to me by people who listen to my podcast. So, thank you so much for the topic suggestions. I'll be talking about them. Um, and... Yeah lah, I'll also be talking about my life lah. So, we'll kind of go back to the style that I was doing when I first started. It's, it's quite, how say planned, sort of. But I guess it helps to have some sort of flow lah, rather than just, you know, random topics here and there, and random life stories and driving. But yeah, okay, so how's life? First section, yes. So, there's nothing much that has been happening. I am currently on my internship. I'm working at a company that's under the government, so I can't talk a lot about it. But this company um, pays decently, pretty decently. Uh, My whole like... uh, So basically I work from office one week, and then I work from home one week. And like basically just check in and out using like a form, Microsoft form on a mobile phone. So it's been pretty convenient. It's been pretty relaxing. It's been it's just the second week last So I, I haven't really got too much to do yet. So it's still been quite fun. Um, I'll, I guess I just talk about like the first day of first week. Okay, so first week I'm in the office, right? Initially I'm supposed to be, uh, cause we're alternating, right? Team A will go to office one week, and then next week they go to work from home, and then Team B is the other way around, la. They work from Home. Then after to go to office. So I'm supposed to be the one that is working from office first. Oh, sorry, working from home first on the week that I joined. Then going to office the following week. But because uh my groupmates were also in this project with me, uh they are the opposite. So I joined the other team instead. So I had to work from office um last week. Uh, so I'm not gonna talk. ...too much about it... ...because I don't know... about other people lah... Huh? ...but basically... ...uh... ...we had... ...quite... ...a long period of... Uh, ...bonding session... ...I would say... Uh, ...actually... ...no no... ...they... ...had a long period of bonding session... ...like after lunch... ...uh... ...networking session... Like ...as they call it... ...after lunch... ...uh... ...just playing board games... ...and talking about stuff... ...uh... ...so like... ...we only start work... ...actually start work... ...like... ...uh... A bit after the allocated lunch time that they provide, so uh, I'm not going to sabot them and say how much, how how long they took or whatever. But uh, I didn't really join them, cause the first day that uh, I joined, and then they like play board games outside, right? Cause it's like imagine it's like a, it's like a office all right right? Then outside the office, it's like a pantry for ourselves. So they usually go to that that pantry area to chill out to hang out, play board games, right? Uh, and on the first day, like, I didn't know that this thing existed. So, I was just working. Uh, I was just doing my job to, like, research and do what I need to do. And then, I think because they saw that I was busy typing, typing, typing away. And then they never asked, like, hey, you want to play or not? Like, because, I mean, it's like, it might be a bad influence, lah, right, to them. So, uh, I didn't exactly get invited. But, uh... The ne- then the next few days, they're like, oh, they probably think that like, oh, this guy just gonna work lah, so like, don't disturb him or whatever. So again, and I just didn't get invited for the rest of the time. So uh, I-, I don't think that the interns are gonna hear this podcast, but if you do, uh, I don't mind joining in, you can ask me, uh, unless I'm like really very busy then I won't join in lah, but usually I'm not, uh, cause, uh, the next few days right after, right? When they're socialising, when they're networking outside in the pantry area. I'm inside the intern office, um, scrolling Instagram. Ah. <laughs> I'm networking with my friends on Instagram, okay? I'm still trying to socialise with other people so that I get to know people better. Yes, I'm not trying to get myself into trouble. Okay, let's move on. So, this week, I am... Basically looking from home. Uh, honestly I haven't really done much. Okay. For me, right, self-discipline is like an issue. I really need to put myself like to sit and do work and like have tasks to do for myself. If not, I'm not gonna be able to do much, uh, honestly. I, I feel that's a problem that I need to solve. But um yeah, so because the previous week I had to take like unpaid time off, so I'm actually paying. Back, or like working earlier so that I can pay back for that unpaid time off. So that I won't. So that I'll be. I'll still be paid like the same salary lah. And yeah, that's basically been my intern life. It's pretty short. Like it's literally been one and a half week, something like that. So I cannot really talk much about it. And a lot of it is, I don't know how much of it is confidential la, So I also don't want to talk about it. But anyways. Um, other than that, uh, I also got my results, my GPA. It's pretty decent. It's higher than I thought, honestly. Because uh, throughout the whole... All of, all, most of my projects, right? I'm being carried, lah, right? Most Other people do most of the job. Usually, it's not like this, okay? Usually, I carry some uh, modules and I let people carry me for other modules. So, like, it's like helping each other. Lah. But for this one, I really don't have the energy or motivation to go and put in the effort for other modules, so a lot of it, um, other people carry me lah, right? And I'm also not super duper good in that particular module as well, so I cannot, like, help a lot, right? I feel a bit useless la. But, thankfully, they didn't mark me, mark me down too much. Um, So my GPA cumulative right now is like 3.72. Uh, in terms of, like, future path, right? I'm actually thinking of going to NUS initially NUS, like Information Systems because uh, well, I'm actually just revealing my course now, but okay, currently I'm doing cybersecurity and digital forensics so like, I don't exactly enjoy specializing in this particular field too much because I feel like it's very, a bit sien right, to me I want to be a bit broader to work on like, just systems in general, right, rather than working on, like, security, uh, aspect. So, that was originally the path that I wanted to go. Then, afterwards, okay, afterwards. I mean, okay, so, so, this is one of the considering factors, all right. My GPA, uh, not exactly hitting the point now. If I'm not wrong, the 10th percentile is, like, 3.76 for information systems, right. And even if I wanted to go information security, right, to kind of, like, further my current, uh, diploma, I also cannot, because I think information security is like even higher, 3.8 something, 8.4, 8.6 something like that. So it's not super attainable for me. I know that there are other ways to get into a uni, like the aptitude-based admission. But I don't, it's not guaranteed lah, obviously. And if I am able to better secure myself a spot in information system, then why not, right? So GPA, one of the considering factors of going to NUS Another place I'm considering is of course NTU information system also. Um at first right I didn't realise that NTU was so far away from my house. Like I thought that NUS and NTU like like a bit close one lah, right? And then I looked at the map. It's all the way like like west of the west, you know what I mean? Like it's Jurong West. I take two hours to travel there. So I have to live in a dorm. If not I cannot, I cannot wake up early. Like, imagine there's a 8, 8 a.m. lecture. It means that I have to wake up at like 5.30 or something to go and travel all the way. I stay in like the northeast. I have to go all the way to the west of the west. Like, it's annoying lah, right? Like, NUS, right, is actually uh, I think around 1 hour 20 minute away from my house. So, it's kind of still like I would still be willing to travel by, by, by public transport. If I go to NUS, cause it's not too far away, but if I go to NTU, it's really damn far away, right? I another like point of consideration is that by the time I go into university, right, I will already be like twenty one or twenty two, right? After two years of two years of NS, right? So I would have been able to use Bluesg, right? If you don't know what is Bluesg. I talked about it in like a few episodes ago when I talked about car sharing options. But basically, it's like a point A to B car sharing option. So, okay, see, every episode also so good with driving, but just bear with me, okay? A to B meaning I start from one location, I end at a separate location. For most car sharing, it's I start one location and I end back at the same location. So basically, this is just a taxi for me, but cheaper because it counts by per minute. So if I take, so for example 30 minutes to travel, right? Then I think it's about around $9, $10. But if I take taxi, it'll probably be like $25 or $30. Cause it's very far. La. Like it's like just very far. Like basically two ends of the, the island. So yeah, that's that. Um other than that, another point of contention between NUS and NTU that I wanted to like talk about is uh, I guess the study environment. Cause like, I went to NT NUS, sorry, to actually just check out the the campus. Uh. I have a friend that currently lives there in the dorm, and I went to like the the school of computing building. Right, it's it looks damn rundown. That's number one. Number two is right, like the vibes are just off. I am a student now and I just go to that building to study, right? I don't have I don't have the motivation to study. To me, uh, the, the, the environment is very important. Not just like the people you hang out with or like I'll say the, the, the lectures, whether they're toxic or whatever, right? Like the, the physical environment that I'm in, right? To me it affects like the, the studying part a lot because I didn't really like how I want, how or how I studied. I didn't really like the study environment of like secondary schools where it's just like classroom over classroom, the same sitting arrangement where it's just like, I don't like the kind of classroom environment. And looking at the whole infrastructure of the computing building that I was in, right? uh, I don't know. The vibes are just way off. So that was something that kind of like pulled me away from NUS quite a lot. But I heard that they have like a new building that was just like renovated or something. I didn't really I haven't gotten to see, see it yet, but I'll probably go see it pretty soon. Just to check out like how it looks like la, cause honestly I do want to make sure that if I do go to NUS, like at least some of my modules maybe I'm taking in like that new building that I feel more like you know, motivated to study for because it's a better environment, right? I honestly need it, la, to be fair, to be fair, I I honestly need it. Cause I don't think that I'll be able to do very well in this kind of like super... Okay, let me describe to you that building first, okay? So that you don't think that... I'm just criticising for the sake of criticising, right? Imagine, okay? Like the olden days, okay? The floor, the walls are all made of bricks. Imagine those like bricks where like... I don't know how to describe to you like um, through, through words... You know how bricks are, like, stacked on top of each other, right? Like, you put one in the middle, then on top you put one on the right and then left. And after you put one on top in the middle again, then right, left, and then so on and so forth. The floor, the walls, the pillars, everything brick. It looks so olden. Like, I don't like this kind of, like, infrastructure. I wouldn't lie lah, right? Um, I prefer modern structures. This is one of the reasons why I went to the poly I'm in now, Poly. So, yeah, that's it. These are the, the few points that I thought of when I'm looking at whether I should go to NUS or NTU. I think I'm, I'm pretty much set on going to information system. The thing is, now there's actually this like cyber NSF scheme where you can actually go to like this cyber security vocation instead of like your regular army vocations, right? And you can also do work study programs in it. But the thing is, because it's cybersecurity related, you have to take... um, If you go to NUS, you have to take Computer Science. If you go to NTU, then you can choose whether... Oh, sorry, not Computer Science, Information Security, right? If you go to NTU, then you can choose to take Computer Engineering, uh, Information System, etc., etc. But I think this is like the the four-year program or something like that. So it's not super convenient, I feel. Because I don't really want to spend 4 years in the army, right? I would rather dedicate my time to NS and then dedicate like my full semesters to uh, NUS or NTU or whichever university that I have to go to, right? Because they for, for like, the 3-year program, if I'm not wrong, right? They only retrain you to go to NUS uh, information security, which I don't really want to go to. And you have to secure a spot there first. If not, you'll go to uh SIT or School of Infocom Technology or something like that. I'm not very sure of the name lah. Don't come for me come at me. Uh, but oh sorry, Singapore Institute of Technology, I think. Yeah. But I don't really want to go there. Um that is not in my consideration at all because uh I don't really see people I don't know graduate from there in terms of like in the security field or IT field. So, yeah. I mean, we all know, like, NUS and NTU are, like, the, the, the two prestigious schools that people want to go to, right? So, those are what I'm targeting. Um, I think I'll probably, like, see, because there are only two ways that my GPA can go from now, because this internship module, right, is, like, 20 credit unit. So, it's either going to be 4.0 or 3.5, meaning A or B+. plus, Right? To, to add to my cumulative If I get uh, A or 4.0 Then my cumulative will be like 3.79 or something like that But if I get 3.5 Then my cumulative will be like 3.66 Somewhere like that I'm not too sure of the exact numbers But somewhere like that So I'm not Too fond of like where this is going or not I, I really don't know whether Uh I'll be able to secure the A or not, but most probably I can. And if I can, right, I still won't be able to make it for information security in NUS, no matter what. I think, like, the, the calf point is higher unless I go for the aptitude base, uh. And I'm only, only going to consider information security if I'm able to do the Cyber NSF. And even so, right, I don't even know whether I want to take Cyber NSF or not because, like, the thing is, from what I hear from other people who are taking it right now, it's a lot of, like, theory, learning, and tests. Like, <laughs> I don't know lah. I really don't know whether I want to live that kind of life or not. But it's an experience, I guess. You know, I when I first started Bolly, right, I had a module where I tried to plan out, like, my future career path, right? And I had this brilliant idea of going through, like, the government so that I can get experience and a like, legitimate, like, government feel of, like, cybersecurity. And then work my way up the corporate ladder in like a private company or, or work my le- way up the government companies and then be more like how say be more verified sort of that i, I have that reputation now uh, that I'm, I'm a good leader and then start my own company elsewhere that was like my career path that i thought of but now right i don't even know whether i want to go to cybersecurity or not so it's like yeah i don't know when I first went into poly, I was already questioning whether I actually want to go to cybersecurity or not. Because I didn't exactly enjoy the modules there. Um, I didn't exactly enjoy, like, the cybersecurity aspects, right? Especially year one, right? Because they allow you to try out different modules from different courses, right? From financial informatics, uh, from... Uh, I forgot what it's called already. From, like, I think, like, there's a software development one. Or game design or something like that. So, so, like, I enjoyed those modules more. Okay, not the design part. The design module I hated. But I enjoy, like... There's an enterprise information system, right? But I think it's belonging to the financial stuff uh, course. Which I actually kind of enjoyed, right? Like, managing systems, businesses... Businesses? I don't know if that's a word or not. But basically, I enjoy this kind of stuff, right? I actually enjoy business stuff more. I don't exactly... I kind of regret going to... Like a IT course. But I like IT, but I also like business. That's why I want to do something that's more like a merge of business and IT. I think that that's that's like my dream job, like, I feel now. Now that I've fully experienced most of poly life. Not fully experienced, i like, mostly experienced like, the entire poly life. Like, I realized that it's kind of like where I would want to go to in the future. But yeah, um, I don't know how we got here, but basically... That's that's my whole uni debacle that I've been trying to solve. But yeah, we'll just see. Once I go once I get my result for my 7 NSF and once I get my result for my internship, then I think I can decide from there, lah. But yeah, that's I g I, I don't that's not even part of House Life, but sure. That's it for House Life. Now we're moving on to topics. So I got a few topics here that was recommended to me. Um so, the first topic is just about secondary school. Just talking about secondary school life. Lah, huh? So, I guess I can just kind of talk about each year or like my growth, like what I learned from secondary school, right? So, in sec 1, um, I can just summarize it in one word, uh, immature, right? Throughout the whole of sec 1, I was super immature. Like, I was basically still a primary sec student just in the in secondary school right i was very childish i was very bossy um because previously like i i think i mentioned before i don't think anyone remembers but i was a cca leader in primary school and because of that i thought like wow i'm a leader now right uh to me last time being a leader is about having that power or control over people right to me that was what being a leader meant but like, of course now it's, it's different la I don't see it that way, lah that's just a very toxic way of seeing leadership, right? But um that's how I saw it last time, right? And I tried to like lead in terms of um class decorations, you no know, Chinese new Year decorations, notice board decorations. I tried to be more vocal, um, you know, helping teachers or whatever, right? So like I was quite a proactive kid, right, secondary one. And um, I remember I also liked this girl, okay? I'm still friends with this girl. This is not the same girl as what I talked about last week. But, um, another person, okay? This person knows that I like her, okay? It's it's old, old news, really. Very old news. But I like her inside one. Um, I think in this period, like, I'm still going through puberty, right? So my emotions are, like, fluctuating everywhere. Um, I liked this girl for, like, the whole year, right? I, I was her table mate, la. So... At the end of the year or nearing the end of the year, right? I don't know. There was just this one experience that... Or not experience right? one incident that I remember quite vividly. Because I don't know why I acted this way. And I don't know why my brain wanted to do that. But basically, like... Okay. So I was in choir, right? So... I... It was like a a sectional... I don't want to take the time to explain this, but basically it's just a group practice, like right? a smaller group practice. Like um, and like we were asked to close our eyes to kind of like feel the song or something like that. right? And then afterwards, right, uh, everyone else opened their eyes already, except for me, right? Then this kind girl uh, just told me, hey, uh, you can open your eyes already, by the way. Then I was like, no, okay. So how I reacted, right, is, what, I just want to close my eyes, can you help me? Huh? Like I I just like completely blew out, right? For no particular reason. To this day, I don't know why I blew out, right? I feel like it might have been because I was embarrassed or like humiliated in front of like a group of people, but um, like she was she was my close friend la, and I don't know why I acted this way. Then from then on, right? Uh, things between me and her were weird la, cause it's like to it was the end of the year already, so I don't think we had a lot of lessons left. So like. Afterwards, I just wasn't very close to her anymore, so we just kind of like fell apart or just drifted away a bit, lah. yeah. Then, that comes sec two, right, sec two, right, I feel that it was a time of um growth, slight growth, yeah, I think I'll call it slight growth, lah, right. I was still immature, but I was able to get through those like leadership positions that I took on voluntarily, um, I started to understand more la, about the responsibilities that it comes with, and I started to kind of try to display what I learned right, during a leadership camp that I took, and I started to become a better leader, I started to become a better friend, that's when I liked another person, this other person, I was uh, also table mates with, I think they know lah. I I mean, I didn't really, like, confess, confess, but I think they know that I liked her. Uh, I like them, okay? But, um... Basically, I don't know why la, but I just like my table mates. Okay, but not for sect 3, okay? I just... I don't want to jump ahead, but not for sect 3. Just saying. sec 2, I sit beside this person. And then, I like this person. Because we just spend a lot of time together, we just talk a lot together, this person is just in choir, right? So, like, um... Yeah, it's just a lot of shared experiences, lah. So basically, nothing really much happened there. Uh, I didn't like try and chase her. I didn't like try and go out with her or what. That that was that law. Like I just went through. I just went through a year lah. Right, sitting beside her and like talking about stuff. Right, and this this girl right, big while I was liking her right, was also talking about like oh her finding other guys cute in the CCA. A seniors, seniors, not my badge, uh, not gonna name any names, but her finding seniors cute, like senior guys cute, and like talking about guys that he liked or whatever, uh, guys that she liked. So, I had to go through all of that lah, but I don't think it was like really like, like I think it was just uh, because I sit next to this person, that's why I'm more emo- emotionally attached. So that is my sec 2 year, so sec 1, immature, sec 2, slight growth, right, slowly learning, Right, sec three, right? Cause sec three, right? After you go through sec two, then you kind of like split into different streams, right? Where you have like the triple science, you have the pure science, you have the combined science, and then different pathways, right? So, for me, I went to like the quote-unquote triple science class, right? Cause I'm doing double science and computing. So, the, the this class is split into half like, I'm not really half but... Basically, into two sections. One is triple science, uh, bio, chem, physics, and then another one is um, chem, physics, and computing. Right. So, that was like the triple science class. Uh, technically, technically, they're supposed to be the best class, lah, right? Because triple science, you need to be a certain standard one. So, that for that year, right, I think I'm more of like self realization. I feel like that, that that that's a phrase or a word that sums it up, self-realization, right? Uh, for that year, instead of becoming more, like, proactive, like, very outgoing, right, in set one, sect two, I changed my whole, like, attitude, I changed my whole behavior, right? Because I didn't want to stand out so much, right? Because during that time when I was set one, two, I already gathered quite a bit of haters for how obnoxious I act, right, on how bossy I act. Right, so I already gather quite a bit of haters, especially in my CCA. Okay, so, um, I decided to tone down like a lot for sec three la. So I became a quieter person. I was more low key. I didn't really like. I, I still hung out with like the friends I hung out with in sec one and two la, Cause in sec one and two, I only have like eight or nine boys out of like a class of 30 plus people. So it's like a, a smaller group right, it's majority girls, right, so we the guys usually hung, hung out together, and when I go into sec 3, I also hang out with the same group of guys, right, during recess, during lunch or whatever, right, and basically, I didn't really make a lot of new friends outside of, like, my own, like, CCA, like, at least, like, CCA friends are still CCA friends, right, but I wasn't, I was close to this one person from, like, the friend group that I'm currently in, Right. And during this whole period, like nearing to like the second half of the year, um I basically joined a new friend group, right? That uh my friend was my my current friend was in and I started talking to them more. Uh this friend group also had the person that I was talking about last week, right? The person that I liked or maybe still like, I don't know anymore. But um Basically, I got closer to her, I got closer to the rest of them, and then it's like it's like part of this even bigger group, right, with people from other classes as well, right, where they met uh, a while ago, also in choir, right, so they have like this whole choir group. So, um, I became part of them, uh, I went to like a chalet with them, and I like, had fun, la, right. So, during this period, I also took up a, a, a large, big, leadership position, right, in choir where I was the vice president, right, so it was a big responsibility, Uh, at the start of it, when I first started out, it was like in April, right, of the year, 2018, and I basically kind of like had a lot of experience in terms of of leadership really, but I didn't have experience in like having this big of a role, right, to be like the top three heads, one of the top three heads of like the club, so, it was a new experience. I definitely had to learn a lot. I had to plan a lot. I really, like, put in a lot of effort into it, lah, right? But closer to the end of the year, right, as I met this new person that I'm super close to, right, I got super close to, right? Because we live, like, close to each other. um, Basically, because of, like, my commitments to the CCA, right? I We didn't really have a lot of time to go out, right? Or we didn't have a lot of time to, like, I'll say, like, we plan for stuff, but because, like, oh, I have CCA stuff that I need to plan today, or I need to go to, like, an overseas uh, service learning trip, like, briefing today, Then then we can go out. So, like, sometimes I would... Because I I am influential, right? Being the top three head, right? I'm influential. Whenever we have meetings, I'm usually the one that, like, kind of starts and ends and just, like, coordinates a meeting, right? So, sometimes I would try to... Push the meeting to end earlier so that I can, you know, go home with her earlier so that we have more time to spend together, and like, yeah, la, <laughs> So this person influenced me a lot la, right? I, I realized that you know, I actually like this person, and I committed more time to this person, took out less time for CCA and put more time with her, right? And then, this is when like, um, the shitstorm storm happened la, right? It slowly grew. I think actually three it was still okay, right? near sec 4 okay now sec 3 finished already self-realization right? I realized more about uh, my own strengths and I realized uh, about what, what type of like, I guess person that I should be right not so outgoing just more low-key and you know hang out with more friends um, sec 4 is I'll just call it like shitstorm storm <laughs> really because it was a shit storm nah. so as I said this person that I like right it develop develop uh, go downwards So, um, basically, I became, like, super possessive, jealous very easily, Um, just all of the red flags that you can think of, uh, I was there, right? And I basically made, like, because we weren't together yet, like, we wanted to get together after all levels just to try out, right? But I already acted like we were together, and this is where, like, the shitstorm happens where we keep fighting and then all this while well, this is like our O-level year right I was making her upset she was making me upset we were both like angry sometimes at each other uh, I needed to have like a lot of third parties to help to resolve our conflicts or to talk to to rent to, right and honestly like I think that I just wasn't ready for a relationship yet I, I feel like this is a necessary thing that I have to go through to learn about I am bad at, and what a relationship really holds the responsibilities the commitment right and like, and like the boundaries that we set for each other I feel like this is a necessary path that I have to go through for me to be able to get into like a real relationship where um I think I talked about before la also didn't work la even though okay never mind. that one you just go and listen to the the episode okay don't I don't want to waste time here so basically during this whole period, the whole psych 4 period, I was in emotional roller coasters every single month. And I made her like stress out also, right? Because she has to deal with my shenanigans while trying to study, right? She's she's a very smart student. She's really, really like capable and she's very hardworking. And I didn't, I really just didn't want this to affect her. Right? So like, I, I just, uh, I think I thought before i think last episode where we just kind of like cut off a little bit or cut off our plans to kind of get together so that there isn't that that thing that we're trying to work towards right so i think that helped a little bit right we still went home together we still like kind of like talked to each other on the way home but there just wasn't that that pressure or that commitment or a promise that we made to each other to try and get together at the end of after all levels so this made her be able to focus on her studies more. She did very well. Okay, she did pretty well. Um Yeah. Proud of her, la. I'm really proud of her. But yeah, this whole period, a lot of emotional roller coasters, uh and it, it wasn't it wasn't very good. But yeah, I also did like decently, I managed to DSA, so I think I told this story before but I'll just repeat it. But DSA, basically I like DSA to Nanyang JC. uh for True Choir. La. I didn't. I didn't accept it. I, I was accepted by them, but I didn't accept the offer, because um, I wanted to take computing. I was like pretty set to take like computing in JC, but because their requirement for taking computing is to take physics, I was like, uh, "Can I take? Can I not take physics?" They said, "Oh no, no, you must at least take like H one physics." Right then I'm like, "Okay, never mind." I think I'll just reject it first or I think like I just wait out first because at the same time I'm also applying for uh, early admission exercise for police, right so I applied to NP first and then SP second and then NYP third right all for like cybersecurity so I basically had two options either to EAE or uh, uh, the direct uh, school DSA direct school admission yeah i think so yeah so basically two options dsa results came earlier so i said oh can i just wait a bit longer so i can look at another option for eae to to consider then like oh actually can but we're gonna give the position to someone else now if you uh, you're not gonna take it and then you might not be guaranteed a spot next time right so i waited for my ee results to come out successful for np and i'm like okay never mind i think I don't really want to take physics anymore. I I legit hated physics. So I just didn't take it. I just took um, EAE route and went to NP and the rest is history. So that is like my entire secondary school journey. I started out immature. I slowly grew and learned about myself and then went through a shit storm that made me realize my mistakes and how bad of a person I am and what I need to do to improve, right? And the rest of the relationships, heartbreaks, and everything is already said, so you can go and look for that information in previous episodes, okay? Alright, next topic. Uh, this this episode is going to be a bit longer, but I feel like uh, I have stuff to talk about anyways. Might as well talk about it, All right? Okay? So, MBTI. So, basically, if you don't know what is MBTI, right, uh, it's just like a personality categorizer, so there are four different aspects, I guess. There's like, okay, I better pull this up so that I don't like make mistakes. But basically, there is introvert and extrovert, right? That's the first letter. Second letter is um your intuitive, whether you're intuitive or judgment. I N I as or sensing. So whether you you think with your brain or you think more with your heart, right? I, and, and then, wait, no, sorry, intuitive or sensing, okay, whether you, you think based on like, your heart, or you make decision based on like, you know, what you sense, okay, basically, it's, it's either N or S, N between intuitive and S is sensing, okay, I'll, I'll go and find out what they mean first, okay, but afterwards, uh S And J, right? Either observant or judging. So, whether you are more of someone who will be more laid back or someone who will be more like in the thing, in the situation, right? Judging. And then the last one will be either. Wait, what is this? Why you got another observant? Sela. Okay, but let me go and find like what they actually mean because I haven't actually researched too much into this. I know what is my MBTI, but, yeah, okay, let's see. So, information. Do you prefer to focus on the basic information you think in, or do you prefer to interpret and add meaning? So, is either sensing, or intuition? Now Intuition is more like, just the basic information, and sensing is just to interpret, I think. Something like that. Okay, decision. When you make decisions, do you prefer to first look at logic and consistency, or first look at the people and special circumstances? Whether you think first, or you feel first. I think this one is quite uh, simple to understand. And then the last one, structure. In dealing with the outside world, do you prefer to get things decided or do you prefer to stay open to new information? Whether you are more of a planner or more of a go with the flow type person. Lah. So judging or perceiving. Right? So then introvert-extrovert is the first one. Sensing intuition, S and N. Uh, then thinking or feeling, T or F. And then judging or perceiving, J or P. Right. So for me, I am actually dominantly an ISFP, right? Which is an adventurer. But the thing is there are I think almost every category except for like the turbulent or assertive which is the last letter sort of that there are that of four letters, but it's like a last like dash T or dash A, which shows that whether you are someone who like makes like you, you are very assertive in your decisions or you're someone who might change left and right depending on the situation, right? That is like the last letter if I'm not wrong. But we you focus on the first four letters lah. So for me, I'm actually an ISFP dominantly but I'm also a... Okay, so if I go and look at like, the other points, right? In terms of... Okay, introverted or extroverted, I'm 80% introverted, okay? Then, in terms of whether I am observant or intuitive, so sensing or intuitive, right? I'm 52% sensing, 48% intuitive. So I'm like basically split on this. Next one, feeling or thinking, I'm 56% feeling, 44% thinking. So again, very split. Okay, then the last one, again, uh, 51% prospecting, 49% judging, right? So, I'm super-diverse split lah, like, I feel like it's not okay, it's not a personality split, personality disorder or whatever, I don't want to pull that down, but basically, for me, I have different personalities for different occasions, for different scenarios, and the questions that they ask, right? are difficult to answer in one particular, like, character, I feel, right? Because certain situations, you act a certain way, right? For example, as a leader, um, I would be someone who would take the front stage, front stage to introduce myself, to command the room, right? But as a person in a classroom, for example, I won't try and draw attention to myself, right? So, there are... Different scenarios where I require different, I guess, personalities, personalities. So it's not very, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense for it to be categorized under one specific MBTI personality. So uh, I, I feel like the percentages of each uh, category do matter la to me. Because, yeah, as you can see, I have a lot of 50%. So I fluctuate between every personality. La, but Dominantly, I'm an ISFP, okay? Uh, initially, the person that uh, I liked, question mark, um, not still maybe like currently, question mark, question mark, uh, that person is also an ISFP, has always been an ISFP. I started out at the very start when I wasn't like kind of like obsessed with her yet. I was an uh, ISTJ. Yeah, I-S-T-J. I think I've never been an N before. Like, the second letter, I've never been in N before. It's always I-S. Okay, last time, okay, when I was sec 2 or something, right? I was E. E-S-T-J. Then sec 3, I became I-S-T-J. Remember, I said like, I, was more, I was more like and down, more like observing, lah. So, I-S-T-J. Okay, then afterwards, I think I became an I-S-T-P. Or I-S-F-J, right? And then... I slowly morphed into her personality, ISFP. Right? Then now I'm more like split between many different personalities. Uh. So that's that. That's my whole MBTI journey. But yeah, I feel like it is it, kind of nice to be able to see like uh your careers that are recommended for your personality type, uh different weaknesses and strengths that you have. But of course, that's if like you are Strongly in this particular uh, personality type, because you might be in like 50% of uh, feeling and 50% thinking, right? Then your strengths and weaknesses will be different, right? So, uh, of course, take it with a grain of salt. Lah. So, that is basically for MBTI. I support it, but don't be too obsessed with it, don't follow exactly whatever they say, right? Of Course use your brain to think a bit lah, right? I am still a thinking person even though I also feel that's far 51%. But yeah, that's that. Okay. Um I have another topic here, but I think like, it's been like quite long already. So I'll probably just end it here. I'll talk about this topic next week. This is a teaser. It's about love languages. Um I feel like every topic is now going to love as a as the main topic, eh? But yeah, love languages, I'll talk about it next episode. So if you want to hear that, can stay tuned for next episode. I'm not going to do the last section about like big question or whatever, because uh, I don't really have a big question, but I'll probably ask for suggestions for the next episode. All right, that's it. Uh, thank you for listening and see you next episode. Bye.